Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin AC, I am back in San Diego. Jay Posner, he's back in San Diego. Don't know if he ever left, but uh, San Diego Union Tribune Sports Editor Jay Posner. Um, looking forward to, to seeing the guys. I forget, what days do you go out, Jay? You're, you're going to go out and see one of these three rookie pitchers this weekend go against the Phillies, aren't you? Actually, I think I might be taking this weekend off of baseball. We mm-hmm. do not have right. our usual tickets. I'm, I'm saving up for the Angels on, uh, mm. on Monday and Wednesday Big. and just hoping that Mike Trout is healthy. Um, and Shohei Otani. And Shohei Otani when the Angels come to town. So but tonight, I, I don't think I'll catch, uh, might not catch any of the games in person. Three rookies against the three best Philly yeah. starters. Uh, quite a test for the Padres coming off. Kevin, you saw a winning road trip. I, that's that's a first in your yeah. being back on the beat, right? For a winning road yes, trip? Yes, that is, that is a first. And I, I honestly, there was, you know, the, the first, that one in uh, June that ended in Atlanta that wasn't so good, but it was, I, I remembered it was five and five, but I had to double check. There was the one in May where you went to uh, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, LA, and, and they'd started so, uh, uh, not Pittsburgh, St. Louis. Uh, it was uh, Pittsburgh, Washington, LA, and they started by taking three out of four against Pittsburgh. And I was like, well, maybe. No, I remember that was five and five too. <laughs> and so I had to, you know, triple check. But it, it was indeed the first winning road trip. And you know what? Look, it was the Cubs and, and, and the Brewers. And we can talk about, oh, it's baseball. Of course it's baseball. That's why they play 162. Nonetheless, they hit really well. They pitched well enough, in particular the bullpen. And they took four out of seven. Yeah, it almost seemed like the the bullpen got, I don't want to say overlooked, but slightly overlooked just because so much else yeah. happened. But but the bullpen pitched extremely well. I mean, there were, there were yesterday was another four innings of, of scoreless baseball from the bullpen, and I think that happened in one of the other wins uh, as well where the guys just came in and, and shut things down. So it, it does show that, uh, hey, whatever, whatever else with the Padres – through all these years, they do know how to produce bullpen pitchers, and you know and they traded cool away hand in Simber, and and now they and yeah. as you said they've totally remade the bullpen, yeah. and they've become uh, more of a hard throwing uh, bullpen with with guys like um, um, Castillo and a couple of the rookies, uh, Winginter, Robert Stock, Robert Stock, uh, Trey Winginter right, right now has not allowed uh, a base runner in his two innings. Uh, that's that's really cool. But yeah, no, that's that's the thing. It's like it goes to what you just said. You still have Salmon and Yates. Maton has come and gone this year. Hasn't been sharp at times. Um, but Stock, Castillo, Wingenter, uh, it's like a, it's like a new bullpen, and, and that's cool because they went through a time there was a little bit of a lull. Everybody was struggling on, on the Padres. So you're right. They did get overlooked uh, this, uh, the, this trip uh, for the most part. But uh, that's because Hunter Renfro and Fran Reyes in particular, but the whole team, did what they've been talking about all year. It was a seven-game road trip. Let's not get too hyped up, but uh, some really, really good at-bats. And I wrote about it a little bit, some different things uh, with two strikes and just some things that uh, that Matt Stairs has been harping on and, and the players uh, were able to, to do for a little bit. So let's let's get into this outfield situation now okay. where, okay, Franchi Cordero is out for the year. We won't see him till next year. He, he has great ability. I assume they have not lost any faith in, in so As a matter of fact, Franchi's he's ability. like, yes, he is on a pass through next year on a pass through, right. for a better term. He, he showed uh, enough ability, they believe, and the kid showed how to, that he was uh, learning. Like, like to the point where you think almost maybe he would be performing now, I mean, you know, best case scenario, like 
uh, Hunter Renfro is. Friend, uh, Frenchie Cordero was having his ups and downs, but he was showing enough aptitude to go with that talent that they're like, yep, Frenchie is a part of at least you know next year. Right, and then we have Travis Jankowski, who I think we probably agree is is not a starting outfielder on a on a right. high level team, but is a good is a good utility outfielder to have. You you wrote about that a little bit. Uh, hey, you other, know, Jay, I wonder day. about that. I figure yeah. we go through one at a time, so I'm sorry okay. if you w- want to just list them all. And no, I'm that's fine. But can... I thought, okay, so now you're talking Travis. You know, I almost wonder if that gives Travis Jankowski a leg up in terms of staying power because, you know, the other guys are potential starters. You are not, I don't think, going to have Fran Mill Reyes coming off the bench, Hunter Renfro coming off the bench, right. Will Myers coming off the bench, I mean, uh, or Manuel Margot coming off the bench. We're talking about guys who are in it, in it to win it. Uh, and, and whereas, hey, we know what Travis Jankowski is. Is if you can show us that you can pinch hit, that you can get on base, and you, we know you can run and you can play defense, maybe in like some way in terms of having a roster spot, Travis has a leg up. I, I would agree. I mean, his versatility, the idea that he can play yeah. every position uh-huh. in the outfield, so no matter you know, no matter who gets hurt, no matter who needs to be double switched, any of that kind of stuff, uh-huh. whoever needs to come out. Uh, you know, if, especially if someone like Reyes is going is going to stick, you're going to need defensive replacement. He can go in and 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 play those positions. And as you said, he can he can run. He you know can can pinch hit, get on base. So I I, I that's a, a interesting way of looking at. It. I hadn't thought of it, but yeah, I mean, he might have a leg up in terms of let's say if you have five outfield spots, he's mm-hmm. gonna, he's going to keep one of those spots. The interesting part now, and and we'll get to. I want to get to Will Myers in a minute, but first of all, the other three guys who have been starting in Myers' absence for the most part are are Reyes, Renfro, and Margot. They're all right-handed. Uh, they're all right-handed hitters. Mm-hmm. Two of the three have tremendous power. Uh, we've we've seen that on display regularly. Uh, it's every time I see Renfro do something, and I might have even mentioned this on one of these podcasts. You just think, man, you just cannot. Can you give up on a guy like that um, who, who anytime he comes up, and he showed it yesterday in dramatic fashion, anytime comes up, he turns the game around. Reyes is the same way. I don't know if there's room for both those guys in the same starting right. outfield. Um, yep. That's something that you have to consider. Margot in the last couple months has been much, obviously, back to the Margot we thought we would see all along. So now we've mentioned five guys as, <laughs> as outfielders. And we haven't even gotten to Will Myers. And he was the guy I wanted to get to first off today on this podcast because tell me about Will Myers. Can Will Myers play third base? Because if Will Myers could play third base and still hit like Will Myers and stay healthy, that could be a a tremendous change for this team uh, going forward. What are the chances Will Myers can play third base? Well, if you ask me, what are, what are the chances they're serious? I would say 100%. I mean, they are. This is for real. Well, I, absolutely. Are. And giving him a chance, I, I would hope so, because that's, it's, I think it's a great idea. Let's, yeah. you know, it's one of the reasons I wasn't a big fan of the Hosmer signing was because you've taken Myers out of a position where you kind of knew he could, he could play and you had other guys to play. But that's beyond the point. They have Hosmer. Two things, so they got to find a place for Myers. Two things as I watch and uh, and was able to talk. Andy won't talk about it, not even uh, at this point, uh, you know, not for publication. Not saying that Andy ever does that. I'm saying Andy won't do that. Andy Green will not do that. Will being very coy. There are other people to talk to. And so uh, my eye test cor- coincided or, or corresponded to then what, what I was uh, had confirmed for me. The kid's got a lot of work to do. <laughs> you know how he throws that ball over at first base? Yeah. That's how he's throwing it at third. Um, and 
He looks amazing. The first thing that stands out to you, yes, wow, what an athlete. That they on a major league field could put this guy over there and he could look as good as he does like instantly. I just snapped my fingers. Probably didn't hear it. But instantly look <laughs> as good as he is. Right. That's a testament to Will Myers. Uh, uh, skill, talent, uh, athletic ability, confidence. But he also looks like a guy who might make a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and has a lot. I mean, now, but here's the deal. What a perfect time. Let's call this pre-spring training, <laughs> pre-off season. What a perfect time to put him in there and, and see. But, man, mostly on his throwing and to throw that, that tricky throw to second base sometimes. Right, right. Um, he's got a lot of work to do. Now, is there a chance when I go out to watch Mike Trout and, and the Padres on Monday that Will Myers will be starting at third base in that game? Or is, are we looking at a little bit, is that too soon? I think that there is a chance, and here's why. I don't have any sense of that, like I said, on official or unofficial uh, channels, except for you're around a team enough, and I've been around this one just this time, uh, but I've covered pro sports for quite some time, and I'm telling you, this is serious. Like, the, and, and also, you're learning that this team is just going to do whatever it, it need, feels like it needs to do, you know? Right, and right. So, yes, I think there there is a chance. The crazy thing is, is, now, again, it was run one road trip, and he's a little banged up right now, but did you happen to see how Christian Villanueva looked at the plate this road trip? Um, <laughs> I mean, real good. So the timing is kind of a shame, right, but right. Christian is not your, you know, look, uh, Christian, all right, we know he can play third, and, you know, whatever, we'll get him as at bats and we'll find a way. We need to see what Will Myers is going to do in a game at, at third base. I think that that's, there's a real good chance. But I just wanted to make sure I mentioned, like, not just that he got hits, but the way Christian Villanueva got hits uh, was was different. He was he, he, like, look, the guy they they worked with him two weeks ago. They really said to him, look, bud, uh, it ain't working for you. You got to change your approach, and in particular on two strikes, in particular when you're facing um, velocity. Uh, and and Christian Villanueva did, and I think it was something like I don't know uh, eight for fifteen, and and like. Six of those hits were with two strikes, and you did it against breaking balls, fastballs. I, I looked through all of it. It's super, super impressive, and it's like, dang, sorry, Christian. Now Will Myers is going to play third. Right, right. <laughs> but I do think, and this this has been mentioned. I, I know people I, I've seen on social media say, well, you know, I've seen enough of Will Myers. We know what Will Myers can do. Will Myers is making a lot of money. The, the Padres are paying him more than any other player be. except for one. Will Myers – and Will Myers is also, when he's healthy, a very good baseball player. So yeah. I think the idea that, well, we don't need Will Myers right now and we're going to work with all these other people, to me, just doesn't, make, does, doesn't pass the logic test. Will Myers has to play. And if he can't play third, now there's a spot in the outfield that's gone, unless he can be traded. Now, what kind of value can you get for Will Myers, given his contract? I, I, that's a whole other question. Um, but I don't think yeah. you just toss Will Myers aside and say, well, we have, we have Hunter Renfro and Fran Mill Reyes and Christian Villanueva, and if Myers can't play third, then, well, we just won't play him. I mean, Will Myers is a pretty good player, and he's shown that, especially right, in the, right before he got hurt again. Uh, this, team, this team is a better, better offensive team when Will Myers is playing. Without a doubt. It's funny that uh, there become players where – you you hear from fans and you find out, wow, there really is kind of a, a bias against this guy and people have made up their mind and they only notice, you know, when he 
strikes out with the bases loaded or hits a solo homer in a 15 to 2 loss. I think and it's the Mexican miss, food. I think it's the Mexican food comment. Yeah, I just don't think that. people can get somehow past that. They miss the, the three run <laughs> double that wins the game or the, you know, that he basically creates, you know, uh, 75% of his team's runs over a two-week period. Like, <laughs> right, right. this guy's pretty darn good. Not to mention that he's played almost every position. <laughs> um, so, yes, I absolutely agree with you. That's, you know, hey, if this turns out to be a good problem, as in what Hunter Renfro has done for good portions of this season, not just this road trip, um, spectacularly this road trip, but good portions of this season, if that's real, and it looks like it is, um, if Manuel Margot, I don't think there's any question anymore that that's real. Uh, and when I say that's real, I mean, these guys can be parts of championship outfields. Um, if Fran Mil Reyes is real, I don't know that yet. Um, the kid works really hard. Uh, that's awesome. And he's got incredible power. I love that hit to the opposite field yesterday. Hey, that was wow. Um, but if that's real, hey, good problem to have. And yes, one, two guys, they're going to get traded. But that's here's, right. But here's, here's the situation as I look at it. If you start an outfield, and we're getting way, way ahead of ourselves, but hey, why not? <laughs> but if, why you, not? if you start an outfield of, Renfro, Margot, and Reyes. I, I don't see that as being an outfield that is going to be like a championship. If, if that's all we're looking at is a championship no. team outfield, I, I don't see those three guys making up a championship team outfield. No, I, I do I, think I, two I of those guys. Margot and Renfro could. Two, two of those guys with Will Myers yeah. might. Or well, maybe. Two of those guys, or with Will, or, or I was even thinking someone else. Right. Or if there's you know? a trade, or who knows what the deal, yeah. what happens. But I don't see yeah. where you can just say, well, we have Renfro, Margot, and Reyes, and then we throw Jankowski in as the fourth guy, and we're set at outfield. I, I don't see that as a, as a good enough situation where, where guys are going to. I just don't think those guys are all going to get on base enough. There's just too many outs. Well, let me ask you this, though. But what if, you know, let's just assume then that Tatis and Urias are. are even close to what you know fans think they're going to be and right. i don't say that derogatorily i mean that you know now these guys have become almost bigger than life right so you know let's just say that they are uh live up to their prospect ranking and, and are really super good um and, and they're getting urias is getting on base at a 370 clip uh and hosmer is well what he was before this season um and we don't know who the third baseman is going to be and, and or it's will myers well, I would maybe want to at least argue with you, even though initially I agree with you, Jay. But, but I mean, we need to see what the rest of the lineup is going to be, too. Well, th- that's true, but... Uh, I do worry about Reyes' defense. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think just when I look at those three guys, I don't know, it just seems like I, I need to see a little bit a little oh. bit more right now. Amen. But yeah, of course, if the other, you know, if, if, if you threw in, you know, Will Myers... Um, you know, became the second coming of George Brett or Mike Schmidt or, you know, to date myself at third base, um, then, then yeah, of, of course that would be, uh, that would be something that could, that could work. And, and, you know, Tatis is, is the next Francisco Lindor and, and all the other great shortstops that are in Carlos Correa that are in, in baseball right now. But, I mean, we have to be realistic about about the prospects of, of those kind of things happening. Right. So that's, that's where I think I would like to my, be. right. But let's see what happens. And you know, the chance of Myers might, and and maybe the fact that he was, you know, kind of getting more comfortable in the outfield was part of why he was hitting better uh, <laughs> back this year. And now they're throwing something else at him. But let's see what happens with Myers. I, I the one thing about it is, you're right. It's a, the perfect time to do this. Give him a couple weeks, give him six weeks, whatever it takes. Let's see what he has at third base. And if it looks like, 
he has potential there, then you keep working on it maybe in spring training and he's your guy. But if it doesn't, now you know, and then you say, well, we're going to put him back in the outfield or again, he becomes part of, of trade talks. But it is, it is another thing to about. watch here as we go down toward the, the final six, seven weeks of the season. That's what this is, the whole last two months is about. People need to be realize that. Is he, is he a part of our team, or is he a part of – the more pertinent question they're asking themselves, is he a part of a championship team, um, or can we convince somebody else that he is <laughs> if right, we're going to trade right. him? Um, and the other, you know, when I think – last thing on that, because I do want to touch on the pitching, but I'll use this as a segue into that uh, because Jacob Nick's making uh, his debut here as we tape this tonight because we're taping this on Friday um, – I just I assume there's going to be a position player from somewhere else. A you know, there's going to be a guy that they bring in a bat uh, right. that they bring in from somewhere else because as much as I hear uh, not just from Padres people but other people that Hudson Potts is going to surprise uh, and, and keep rising, it's like. You know, the story that I had in today's paper, and it's online about uh, you know this being the first wave of the pitching prospects. That top 30 prospect list of the Padres is pretty pitching heavy. Oh, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like, who's going to play in the field yeah. for these guys? No, I mean, I, that's, yeah, <laughs> I've thought all along that that's why I say they're going to, that I don't see those guys as being part of the outfield because I think at some point you're going to have to bring in someone. They did it with Hosmer, yeah. you know, again, we hope for the future that Hosmer goes back hey, to, leave the, him alone. The, back to being <laughs> what he was, but, you're going to need someone else to 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 come in and yeah. and be uh, and and be a bat, whether it's at at third base. And again, you know, we haven't even seen uh, Francisco Mejia yet uh, behind yeah. the plate, and and you know, a combination of him and Hedges, uh, you know, could produce good things behind the plate. But at some point, I think they're going to have to bring bring somebody else. In and right. as you said, but Agreed. this weekend is is also more about pitching. We we see Nick's tonight making his debut. We see uh, Walker Lockett tomorrow, who has not been impressive so far, and then Joey Lucchese on uh, Sunday, all against the Phillies. Eric Lauer Fi- coming back perhaps as early as Monday. Right. Very interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Brett Kennedy is here to stay. For I mean, these guys weren't brought up, and it's like, oh, they're going down. Um, Walker Lockett might, or he could move to the bullpen. Clayton Richard could move to the bullpen. Robbie Erland could move to the bullpen, though he'll be starting again. But, um, you know, there's only – uh, you know, there's there's only so much room. They're going to go to a six man uh, rotation probably through the rest of the season. But they want to see these guys, and and uh, I'm certain that Clayton Richard knows that. Yeah, and you've you know you just mentioned seven guys right now who need uh, yep. who need starts, and we haven't even talked about Logan Allen uh, if if they want to bring him up. Uh, at all, I think he might be pitching for El Paso tonight. If I yep. uh, remember, Logan Allen just promoted Cal Quantrill. What allowed a run or two in uh, his first uh, AAA? Yeah, start. which was weird because um, he had not pitched terribly well in AA this year, but had a good AAA. I know some uh, people, uh, or I should, I should say, I, I heard through the grapevine. Honestly, didn't see it that uh, some people were doubting when I talked about Quantrill and Allen and uh, the possibility they could be up because they're not on the forty-man roster. Well, neither was Brett Kennedy. Right. Um, and there's, uh, you know, as as much as this forty-man roster. Roster crunch is, is real. Uh, they can make it happen if they want to see what Logan Allen could do up here, or they want to see what Cal Quantrill can do up here. The Padres have shown like they are not beholden to some sort of norms uh, about roster construction. They are all about finding out what what is happening uh, with these young guys. Right, and just think how crowded things would be if, if Zach Eflin hadn't been traded away. But oh, not <laughs> to br- not to bring up bad trades of the past. So. Nope. Hey, 
hey, it's all a part of it. Like, there's a reason. Some of these prospects better work out because you know what? They've gone on to be other teams' pretty good prospects. Right, Absolutely. right. So. All right. Well, I am uh, very much looking forward to uh, seeing what these guys do. They are not the Morejon, the Paddock, the uh, Espinoza, Mackenzie Gore. Uh, they are not those guys. But one of these guys could end up, you know, being in the champagne-soaked locker room. Uh, Brett Kennedy could be, or, or Joey Lucchese. He's probably my leading candidate. One of these guys could be a number three starter. And the point is, they're getting experience now, so next year, like they're you know, three or four of them are going to be in the rotation next year, and we're going to be able to, to find out by, you know, the middle of the season next year, all right, which one of these guys is staying. So right. this is like the beginning of that process. And yeah. I, I think that's cool. No, I look uh, look forward to that. We look forward to a good a good weekend out at uh, out at, at Petco. It's, it's good that you're back in town. I think I figured out the last time you were in town, Brad Hand was still a Padre. Is that correct? Didn't he get, tra- is, didn't uh, he get traded when you were in the I air? Left. I was in the air when he was traded. Yeah. It really, you, you mentioned that, and actually, like, I, I was awash with a good feeling. I, I'm going to take the day. Uh, I'm not going to uh, go to the game. Mm-hmm. I will be there the rest of the weekend, and I very much look forward to uh, getting back to Petco. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. And then we will talk again on Monday and see what happened against the Phillies and preview a interleague series against the uh, Los Angeles Angels, as they insist on being known. <laughs> So. <laughs> I used to cover them, and they were they were. I covered them when they were the Anaheim Angels, and then when they were the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Oh, okay. Um, so it's just very weird to me. All right, uh, Jay. I'll, I'll talk to you later. You sound closer. Good to talk to you. Have a good weekend, Kevin. <laughs>